0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss.
1: Hey, Todd. How are you doing, buddy?
0: Good Jeremy, how about you so?
1: Oh, pretty good, pretty good. <clears throat> I might be a little bit raspy. I feel like I just uh just I don't know. I think I had the old the sniffles, the the, the Omicron or the the common cold as we've always called it before. And uh just you know, you like kind of coughing up the last of it and just getting it out of your system. Yep. That's where I'm at right now. It yesterday and today, but I'm feeling really good, but I may be muting my my mic mid-sentence sometimes, but no problem. Uh, yeah, how's, how's things been for you?
0: Oh, man, my uh, throat's been killing me all week, Re- reflux. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh,
1: it's horrible. That's no so good.
0: Um been dealing with uh, Cat 5e patch cables. Oh, yeah. And have an appointment today to go possibly special order my truck.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. So you haven't kind of narrowed it down to what you're looking for? Yeah. Um,
0: Probably going to be that GMC 2500. Right on. The 84. You know, (laughs) uh, don't hate me, people, because I grew up a fan, but anything but a Ford. Yep. Right now.
1: I agree. (laughs) (laughs) After the
0: double clutch fiasco, anything but a Ford. Mm. And they don't offer right now a uh, gasoline engine in their heavy duty.
1: Really? That's interesting.
0: Uh, Whether they offer it or not, right now they do not.
1: So why do you want a gasoline instead of a diesel? Just for the time you're going to be running the engine?
0: It comes down to simply this: there's too much crap regulated onto a uh, gas, uh, diesel engine right now for emissions. Oh, really? And <clears throat> a they're all basically the same, no matter what model, make, model or manufacturer you get from. I mean, the stuff they have to put on engines now because of emissions, right? Y'all have to follow the same rules Mm -hmm. and a general motors engineer just came out uh, anonymously through another person, uh, saying we have to do just horrible things to these engines Mm. to meet these stupid rules. You know, I'm all for green, but this is stupid. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Goes, and, and, um, with all this deaf crap that you have to put in, not, it's not available widely everywhere. I'm in mm. one of those places. Uh, mm. so you'd have to buy it off the shelf and then instead of like a lot of places now have it at the gas pump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to a wholly different town. For death. that you're just wasting fuel to go get fuel. Yeah, just never made any sense to me. Okay, and now here's the, the, yeah, old mechanical diesel engines I can work on a little bit. Yeah, all this new, electro computerized, junk not so much. Yeah, and if I go get a. If you bought a the same truck I'm gonna buy in the gasoline engine, and I buy it in a diesel engine, unexpectedly eighteen months from now, the engine uh, your engine blows up because of something yeah. you did, so a warranty won't cover it, right? Mm-hmm. And my injectors blow out all of them at the same time, along with the uh, turbo. Mm-hmm. Which generally happens when your injectors go, or vice versa. The turbo shells out and then the injectors go. You can buy your engine and have lunch money left over for what I have to pay just for injectors. Yeah. Therein lies my rub. So, yeah. And no, I'm only losing about 5% <clears throat> in capability. In 2020, one, mm. two, whatever we're in, yeah, whatever groundhog year we're in right now, yeah. That's
1: but right. uh,
0: <laughs> you know, t- in in today's world, towing and all of that mess, I'm only losing about five percent. So, yeah.
1: you know, and you know, a lot of people don't realize how you need to treat diesel engines. Like when I was just uh, <clears throat> before I got married, I bought a brand new. Uh, golf turbo diesel. And I even installed a turbo timer on it and people are like, why do you do that? I was like, diesels run so hot and the turbos on a diesel run so hot that when you're just done driving and it's like minus 15 outside, you can't just shut it off. I mean, you can, but it is so hard. And so they're like, what do you do? So I had this little turbo timer. So I, you know, I, I'd, I'd flick five minutes cause I'd come off the highway and park it so I'd flick five minutes. 10 minutes, whatever I wanted. And uh, sometimes if I was going shopping, i would just turn it to 20 minutes. And by the time I came out, it was still running and then I could take my key out. I could lock my door, but my engine would idle and cool down because those things run so bloody hot and then you just shut it off, man. That, that difference is so hard on a diesel engine. And you know, that you're talking about the injectors and so you've got the injector and you've got the, the piston inside there, right? If you hold that piston in your hand. And you have the barrel that that piston goes in at room temperature you will never get those together that is there is no part in automotive even in racing maybe not super i mean i can't take out but it used to be even in racing no part that is as precise as a diesel fuel injector and and people don't think about that it's like you are literally buying a pretty intense piece of equipment and you know diesels are great if you're going to run them long 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 hours that's a huge advantage. They, they, they make good power and stuff, but, you know, a, a lot of these guys that, like, live in the city and then they buy diesel, I'm like, <laughs> you stupid? Like, really? You're going to start it up, drive, you know, 20 minutes to work and shut it off. Do you know that is, like, the worst thing for a diesel engine? That is not what they are designed for, you know? And people don't think about that stuff. They don't understand them. They're just like, oh, I like the way it sounds.
0: <laughs> a yeah. diesel
1: pusher. Like, that's
0: yeah, that's something cool. that engineer brought up. Exactly that that they've had to engineer <clears throat> that into today's diesel engine, mm-hmm. this um, short distance driving, um, and all of that, and it just makes it worse in the long run for the engine. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, you know, <clears throat> um, the government. I I've always wanted a diesel heavy duty engine truck. Mm-hmm. You know? Always, 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 and now regulation has killed. My lifelong dream. So,
1: yeah, I gave my finger
0: <laughs> to the government about yeah. diesel regulation.
1: <laughs> Funny, because <but> the government's. <laughs> um. All
0: right, get your finger ready on uh, the Greta button. Yeah, the uh, the diesel engine, and all these regulations and death and. All this other mess. It's the most glaring example no one realizes that we've regulated something simply because oh my gosh, I can see black smoke. Sometimes. But not always. Yeah. And I don't even know what it is. It just looks bad. So I want that regulated, darn it. Yeah. And the other funny example of that is the All that billowing white smoke out of the top of a nuclear reactor. Oh my God, we've got. Oh my God, we've got to stop putting all that white smoke in the air. Yeah,
1: it's steam, (laughs) stupid. Exactly, exactly. (sighs) What's funny? People see the diesel trucks and like, oh, they're just killing our ozone. I'm like, you know, all that stuff goes down, right? Like, (laughs) it's not like uh, it's not like uh, gasoline exhaust. All that black stuff is actually soot. It's, it's gonna carmen. come down <laughs> it's 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 gonna fall to the ground and I'm not saying it's good for the ground but that's not going up into the sky it goes up and then comes back down we have uh we got a lot of trucks like big rigs or rig pigs here you know popular thing is they got them down in the states too is that you know you got like a big four or five six inch pipe coming out of the middle of your truck yeah and uh they like to roll coals what they call it and then <laughs> so I don't know how many times I've seen it here but They'll have one of those, and then they'll put a, a sticker in their window that says Prius repellent, <laughs> and then that <it> points <laughs> to it. I always like that. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> um, speaking of uh, big trucks and diesels, have you heard about our, the Freedom Convoy 22 in Canada? Uh,
0: just Just <clears throat> heard about it last night before bed. Yeah. And when the little thumbnail for AVE's new video popped up, and I started watching it, and there was a flash of it. And to tell you, just enough to know what it was. Yeah. But then he starts talking, and I had to turn the video off completely.
1: Who? Sorry, who was that? I was coughing when you said the little thumbnail of... AVE. Oh, okay, gotcha.
0: And because he started in on... <clears throat> don't take this wrong because that's not what I mean it by. Let me get to it. He started talking about your Charter of Rights and Freedoms, right? But he kept harping that Canada needs to be liberal and a democracy and they used to be a horribly racist country. Mm, I'm like, which is it? You like Canada or you're bashing your own country? Yeah, Which is it? uh so he's from up. bc
1: <laughs> yeah he's from bc he doesn't count <clears throat> um so anyways you know our our fearless boy wonder justine trudy she um it, yeah all these stupid mandates and all this crap and then they shut the border down for even like essential travel so truckers that aren't vaccinated can't cross the border anyways <clears throat> people have had enough in this country and you know, you go down to the States and it's wide open for the most part, right? Like my parents are like, oh, it's, you wouldn't tell there's anything going on here. Like you might see one or two people in a mask in a day and they're in Phoenix, but here it's like, so I don't wear my mask anymore. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done playing your stupid mental retard game. And we go into Costco and like, man, we're the only ones that aren't wearing masks. But, um, what these bunch a bunch of truckers they they did they call it the freedom rally and so they started in BC and they're driving across Canada semi-trucks and they're protesting all the mandates so many of the trucks (laughs) it's it's F and then instead of the U CK it's an F and then a Maple Leaf CK Trudeau right (laughs) like there's there's probably like hundreds of trucks that have this huge banner (laughs) F Trudeau on the side of them like oh I love this this is so good anyways they're going to ottawa and i don't know if they're going to if all of them are going to do it but they're staying in ottawa on the roads until the mandates are shut down until we just put that country back back to being the way it was now this is getting popular is gathering steam and it was last weekend they came through strathmore and um they estimate that there's going to be between 50 to seventy thousand trucks pulling into ottawa that's pretty significant (laughs) right and there's a there's already been over 10,000 come up from the states to support us, to support them. So we've got like vaccinated truck drivers who are allowed to cross the border. They're coming up and getting in on this convoy. <clears throat> and then when, so it's going across Canada. When the convoy entered Ontario, the beginning of it, it hadn't, the end of it hadn't entered Manitoba yet. That's literally how big this thing is. <laughs> truck, semi-truck to semi-truck, the entire province of of manitoba and i don't know how big that is but this is a big deal and it's funny because as soon as little boy wonder found out about it he booked the vacation and he just got ridiculed like just went crazy and depressed so then he canceled it because a little coward right he doesn't want to see this stuff he just he really doesn't want to he did a little speech he said <clears throat> this represents a fringe group of racist radical people in canada <laughs> it's like no this isn't the fringe and also, I don't think you can find a more ethnically diverse group of people than truckers, because <clears throat> half of them are old white dudes, right, with the beards, the, the what you t- think of as a North American trucker, and over half of them are Sikhs wearing turbans. So you couldn't get <clears throat> a more diverse group of people. And, um, and then the native tribes, they actually got a hold of them, and they're going to lead this convoy into Ottawa, walking in front of it. So now we've got the the native Canadians, right? The native Indians coming in saying, listen, we're behind this. We're supporting this. And he calls it a fringe group of extremists. It's like, oh, what a, I'm telling you that. So I see trucks driving around here and on the back of their things, they've got Justin's head in crosshairs. He is like, he is, I can't, I don't understand how he's still alive and, uh. Oh, man, he is not. And so anyways, so the, the story develops still. Uh, he, he doesn't take his thing because he got in so much trouble for it. But then on Twitter's last night, I've learned that I've been exposed to COVID-19. <laughs> and He says, while well, my test came back negative, I'm going to do the right thing and self-isolate for five days. Know that I'm staying strong. Please stay safe out there. And for Pete's sakes, get vaccinated. <laughs> so it's basically like... I don't want to see the truckers going against my mandates. I'm, I've am i been exposed to COVID. <laughs> oh, what a little tool he is. The biggest tool. Like, just what a little fag, you know? I yeah. tell you, if I ever see that man, I'm just going to bitch slap him on the face. I'll be, he's the biggest coward on the face of the planet, is Justine Trudy. But now, I think now, things now. are going to turn nice around.
0: to hit a woman.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um, I'll call him a trans man and then hit him.
0: I identify you <laughs> as a fag, but I'm mean, a you anyway. Yeah,
1: that's, that's right. Yeah, and then there's this big movement. People are saying uh, January 29th is going to be the Day of Freedom. And so there's a, apparently there's a big movement, and everybody's talking about it, where restaurants, everybody's going to not enforce any mandate starting January 29th until the mandates are off the books. So... Apparently there's a whole group of people like restaurants are like, you know what, we're just opening again. And that that's what's happened in other countries, right? Like during the lockdown, that's what Italy did. They're like, no, yeah, we're just going to open up. And then, you know, the police come and they try and give tickets. And it's like, what are you going to do? Ticket everybody go away. I think things are, uh, finally, finally coming around for Canada. We've had enough. We're all just done. It's like, you know what? No, piss off. You guys can play your stupid game somewhere else. We're not playing it anymore. So I'm kind of glad because this is just like bullshit.
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's a lot of uh, I don't know conflicting stuff coming out of England. You know, on one hand, they're relaxing everything. Yep. All rules just getting relaxed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Work from home guidances drop. Face fast face mask drop. All that's being dropped. Right. Yep. And yet their uh, problem is getting worse at the docks, you know, and trucking,
1: allegedly. Oh, really?
0: I'm like, hmm. well, which is it? Which is it?
1: Yeah. You, you know, it's so funny because, uh, yeah, like, <clears throat> people here are protesting. I think I'm going to it. There's a freedom rally tomorrow. Like, the media won't report it, but every weekend about, like, 10,000 people Protest in Calgary and they have like speeches like 45 minutes of speeches and then they do a walk and they just shut the streets down and walk downtown as a march 10,000 people's a lot Nary a mention of it. Oh also Justin Trudeau with this whole uh, convoy thing. It was getting to be a big story He's ordered the media not to cover any of it So there's that it's, it's cute it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna put my head in the sand don't you look but um, Oh, what was I was going to say, I totally lost my train of thought.
0: Isn't it weird? Yeah. Just to have your prime minister order the press mm. not to do something. That's weird.
1: Yeah. And that's why the press is so insignificant now. Like, they don't matter anywhere. Uh, they haven't funny. mattered.
0: We've pretended they do. But, you know, like I am always want to say, the media played a, an incredible role in the United States' first presidential election by slinging mud and lying, and they haven't looked back. Yeah. So just say it, people,
1: yeah. one
0: of the candidates in the United States' first presidential election hired a newspaper, gave them money to go lie about George Washington. Well, it didn't work, but still. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just
1: saying. You <clears throat> know, it's funny. And then, yeah, you know, you look at all these stories and it's the whole narrative is finally falling apart. And the, the one thing I don't get with world leaders, like I've never bought into <clears throat> this pandemic for one tinch of a second. Like, yeah, I thought there may have been some type of a virus going down, but, and, and I've got a, a post I put on Instagram right at the beginning where I like swear in it and stuff. I had that screenshot and I have it saved, but, um, the thing that leaders, they're too stupid and they're too greedy. They, they don't think things through. It's like, okay, you can, you can control people with fear for a short amount of time or a finite amount of time, but it doesn't last forever. And I'm, I'm shocked it's lasted as long as it has. Like people stop being scared. Okay. You know, you know, you look at these numbers, get vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. Um, when, when Pfizer wants to hide the data for 75 years, that kind of makes you worried, right? It's like, huh. Um, in, in Japan, you have to sign a knowing consent that there's a possible uh, complica- heart complications if you get it now. So I'm like, good, finally. But the thing is, if you look at the data, if you go to the Alberta the provincial website and look at the co- cases of COVID, hospitalizations right now it's about 70 to 80% are fully vaccinated. Much less people in there that are not vaccinated. And here's the thing, like I might make a YouTube video about this. YouTube will probably take it down, but they, they kind of make it sound like if you get COVID and you're unvaccinated, you're gonna like have a near death experience. But the vaccinated people, it's not bad at all. I've had, I, this is the second time I've had COVID and it was a cold, okay? It's cold. I came through COVID, I beat COVID without being vaccinated, you freaking morons. This is MNRA experimental treatment. It can't be reversed. And I'm telling you this, I'm a member of a couple of fringe groups that Google doesn't allow on their platform, but there's this movement and it's Nuremberg (laughs) 2.0, and it says none forgiven, none forgotten. And I'm telling you. When this whole thing's done, there's going to be so many bloody lawsuits against so many bloody, uh, like, governments. It's going to be glorious. There's a, finally, there's a, it used to be a premier of, I think, Newfoundland? Anyways, he's the last living signator of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, a Canadian one, right? He's like 80-some years old. And he's suing the federal government for violation of it. And I'm like, finally, like that, that's what we need to do. Right? Like posting all your opinions and all the bullshit all over social media or like bumper stickers and whatever, what needs to happen is you need to just, okay, get somebody who's got a brain and just sue them. And the bummer is the courts can drag things out, but that's the proper way to fight. You know what I mean? Um, so many people and, and protests are good, right? Protest, I think this truck convoy is fantastic because it's a major inconvenience. Uh, Justin Trudeau calls it uh, domestic terrorism. <laughs> so, so the same clown donkey who says that's domestic terrorism literally gave $10 million to an ISIS member who shot a Canadian soldier in the back on Canadian soil and he's, that's not domestic terrorism no bunch of truckers saying that we don't want to be locked up anymore. We don't want to have to wear masks. We don't want to be told what to do. That's terrorism. If you think that's terrorism, I'll show you terrorism, little bitch. You know, people are, he said he was toying. He might enact the war measures act. It's like, you can't, if you do that, then we will actually give you a war. You stupid coward. Oh, this guy, seriously, he's got to go away. He has got to go away but it's good it's good I'm really optimistic for Canada because people are like you know what screw this take off your mask let's just piss off we're done it's over you've lied to us long enough you've had two years to try and deal with this thing and nothing is changing so sorry that's what I don't get I don't get people that keep on drinking this Kool-Aid it's like come on man how many times can they lie to you and you're just gonna go okay give me more tell me what to do please tell me what to think ridiculous how is it like in the states is it pretty much over or people still drinking the kool-aid
0: both it depends on where you're at Mm -hmm. like the only people that are really um there are a lot of cases in tennessee right now where i think number four number five in the country but okay you wouldn't know it by walking around only the press and the hospitals are crying about it that's it
1: yeah yeah.
0: And the entire press in Tennessee has turned ultra-liberal, so mm. even Fox, the local Fox news new stations, oh, wow. uh, last, last year or the year before, right around the election, just flipped the script and they turned uh, liberal.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. And, mm. and I don't, <clears throat> I just don't think that, you know, if you want to be protected under the constitution as a member of the press, you should just report the facts and that's it. Yeah. Verifiable facts. Mm-hmm. And I don't think sources should be uh protected. But that's just me. Yeah. Give to people the facts, report the story, and if it's editorial, then it's not protected. Yeah. I don't need anybody to um, distill the news down to something I can understand. No, I yeah. I can either understand it or I'm an idiot, and I deserve yeah. what I get.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What what just happened? Okay, cool. Was there an opinion behind it? Well, that doesn't matter. That's for me to form, not you to tell. <laughs> you know. It's like what side are you on? Doesn't matter. Did th- th- this happen? And it's man, it's crazy. Yeah, you know this? Um, um,
0: I'm just shocked that. I mean, not so much shock, but I'm just you know just the way you have to say stuff. I'm just shocked that all the crap that Biden's doing is getting by the press. But oh no, he's still their hero because he's not Trump. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, what he
0: just (laughs) literally mother effed one
1: of your own (laughs) members. I know. I know. I saw that. Literally. (laughs) I know. It's so precious. Oh so there's this youtube channel called johnny talks have you heard of it
0: i've heard of it
1: i like it so it's like super short clips like everything's usually under a minute and it's funny it's ironic called johnny talks never says anything all he does is play clips like that one and different ones where you know different people are being grilled and they can't respond or or, you know, where that uh, Biden was doing the Santa tracker and he's like, let's go, Braden. <laughs> and the caller said that and he goes, yeah, let's go, Braden. It's just so funny. It's all these little tiny. You basically get caught up on all the stupid stuff that happens. And, oh, it's great. What a fun time to be alive, hey? Eh? <laughs> yeah, not so
0: much.
1: Um, yeah. it's, like a, it's like you're thrown into a daycare of a bunch of uh bunch of adults who have the mentality of a two-year-old and they're all just slapping each other and and fighting and trying to steal each other's ball it's like no children stop come on yeah
0: it's my fault i have said my whole life when i saw stupid stuff man they're just acting like kids in school they're just acting like kids in school i guess i said it whatever that magical number of times is where i just clicked the universe into a bunch of kids in school
1: yeah Ugh. Yeah, I you know, hey,
0: but yeah, I've uh, been doing some. I don't know, like I said, cat five E patch cables this week, or learning how to do it,
1: so so, so I can do well, it. Yeah, I've never even seen one of those for years, man. Thought everything was wireless.
0: Uh, well, wireless isn't the you know end all be all. I agree. Um, and here's why. Uh, I didn't really know this because I've never looked into it, why I didn't know it. But I'm building my, putting together my uh, office slash man cave and the uh, smart TV down there, sometimes it works and some days the apps on it have a little problem. And I mm. there's a speed tester on it and it's up and down, up and down, up and down. And they have, uh, metal studs in this house and in between this floor and the basement, there's a fault ceiling with all the Mm -hmm. ducting metal duct working and all that. So that's, you know, hurting the wireless signal. Number one, number two, I'm paying for, you know, half a gig of speed. Well, I didn't know that most TVs, most desktops, not twenty twenty desktop or I'm twenty twenty two desktops, but I don't know twenty eighteen when I bought this computer. All of them are capped. The little network card is hundred meg. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to get twenty five percent of what I'm paying for. Yeah, I go patch cable, right, and just directly yeah. connect. Let like, you know, make my own. Home network with land cables, and then I get what I pay for. Yeah, yeah. As long as the device is capable of it, I'll get what I'm paying for. Hmm. And I did a small test last night, and the TV goes from right around eighty, which about only fifty percent of that is usable, to over four hundred.
1: So, oh wow, yeah. that's fast. That's crazy. Um, so we're looking at that Starlink thing. I think it's going to be available in our area soon, but as Steph was looking at it yesterday, last night, and, uh, it's expensive. Like, I think the equipment is like 700 bucks and then it's like 150 bucks a month. That's, that's pretty steep.
0: Oh yeah. Almost like he promised one thing in beta. And then after beta, when he's going to roll it out to the real market, everybody who said, Oh, I'm on board, I'm on board, you're just going to bend them over.
1: Hmm. How much did he say it was going to be?
0: Oh, in the 40s to, depending. Oh, wow. and now he's charging geographically, mind you, um, <clears throat> from 40s to 80s, you know. Hmm. Yeah. And one of the uh, folks that are on social media, Influencer that got Starlink under beta. They uh just got the commercial version. Okay. And their speeds were cut in half.
1: Oh, wow. Is that a Wrangler Star?
0: No, I, I don't. um No, it's not Wrangler Star. I don't listen to what that nut job says. <laughs> oh, they kicked me out of Idaho. Good. Good for them.
1: What do you mean he kicked him out of I didn't hear He went to uh, yeah.
0: he was going to go to Utah or Idaho on a trip and they somebody told him, oh, we don't want you here." Really? Well, why? You know.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: You're rich That's and funny. you live on a big farm in you um <clears throat> Oregon, stay there.
1: Yeah. Idaho people are really really protective of their land, man. Um uh, there's a, a knife maker, Tin Doll Knives, makes some really cool knives. Uh pretty much primarily like, kinda like hunting field knives, bushcraft knives like that. And uh but like he's got uh stickers on his on his windows and it's you know, the Idaho State and it says, We're full. <laughs> you know, and the Idaho people are like well, there's a huge area of nations out there and they're they're pretty intense. They do not want anybody moving there.
0: Well they had people move there and they didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. They had a lot of outsiders come in with the um, the nuclear energy research facilities they have out there and the lava fields. Oh, okay. You know, so you have they've had influxes and outfluxes of foreigners move in and out, and I don't mean foreigners, foreigners, but outside of Idaho people.
1: Yeah. California. They don't like it. No.
0: Uh, Y'all got to go.
1: Yeah, that's how they are. Yeah, Idaho's so nice. Oh, it's beautiful. I love Idaho.
0: I've been uh, through Idaho several times and then went to Idaho <clears throat> Falls, Idaho, which is gorgeous, twice. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I'll tell you a funny joke off the air about Idaho. <laughs> it's probably not appropriate.
0: <laughs> well, the second biggest whore that I ever met in the military uh I didn't have anything to do with her. She was nasty. She's from Idaho, huh. Idaho Falls, in fact.
1: Huh. Yeah. Never knew yeah. that,
0: but uh, till later.
1: Hmm. Um. So we got we. Uh, I don't know. We've been to Idaho. I've been there quite a few times, and uh, like a lot of times, driving through, you drive through like Sandpoint, Idaho, and they got this famous pie shop. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. I like Idaho. There's a YouTube channel. Have you ever heard of Grind Hard Plumbing Company? No. I don't know why they're called Grind Hard Plumbing Company, but <laughs> anyways, they're pretty famous. They're they're really successful. I remember start seeing their channel start off with like 10,000. I don't know how many they got now, but like they'll go and like do stuff with Jay Leno. And it's basically two guys. And they the, I think the things that really popped off is they take these like um, electric Barbie cars and then put like 450cc dirt bike engines in them and make them all wheel drive. And they basically make small dune buggies. They, they actually made an off-road Tesla. So they bought a crash Tesla, did a bunch of work to it so they could take it for off-roading and I don't know, they're, they're pretty cool. They're just metal metal fabrication channel is what they are. A couple of young guys, like probably 30 years old. One does most of the fab stuff. One does the videography and I think they've got one or two guys working for them now, but they're in Idaho. And uh,
0: 1.31 million subs,
1: yeah, yeah. It's funny, it's like Grind Hard Plumbing Company, it's like (laughs) it's a kind of a funny name, but then it's like you have nothing to do with plumbing, dudes. But no, that's actually pretty good. They're, um, I like it because they actually show enough of the fabrication process and stuff, but then they also they can do a pretty good job of editing right like they'll do like a bunch of time lapse to music and then some cuts and so i don't know it's it's pretty good i like to. it's not my favorite channel by any means but every now and then i'm like i'll watch one of their videos they're pretty cool yeah they went down did something with jay leno last year i think he heard about uh, they they brought all their vehicles like down to california or something like that and then they found like an old airport that was abandoned and set up these little races or something like that but kind of cool channel but when I see their videos I'm like man that is a beautiful piece of the world that they live in like nicely treed and you know next thing you know they'll have like four feet of snow oh it looks fun there man you know people think oh, you're in Canada must have a lot of snow like really we don't have any snow right now (laughs) like 95% of the land that I own is just dead grass right now because it just we get warm and it all melts and we don't get a lot of precipitation here uh actually a very dry winter so far. Terrible skiing this year, which is good because as a plague rat, an unvaccinated plague rat, our, uh, most of the ski hills around here wanted to do some virtue signaling. And so even though it wasn't government mandated, they said, oh, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to ski if you, have, if you don't have a jab. And I'm like, oh, that just makes so much sense. You guys are smart. So they keep calling. Like we had, uh, we bought our season's passes before we were eligible for a vaccine. Before they're even available to us and then no oh, no if you haven't been vaccinated you don't So, like give me my money back like well, well why won't you get uh, it's not your business give me my damn money back well is there anything we could uh, stop talking you can either pull your head your lip over your head and swallow or that would solve a problem but give me my money back either way and then they email us all the time we've got some very specials and this and it's like no piss off you're freaking commie you literally think that as a healthy person, if I haven't had a vaccine that hasn't fully been approved, that the government's forcing people to get, they're coercing them to get, that I can't go skiing, I can't go outside. Nah, sorry. I don't drink Kool-Aid. You go have fun, play with your Kool-Aid friends. But yeah, finally, I had to send some nasty emails to him. Um, <clears throat> you know, you people, don't you hate it when you get put on an email list? like you never signed up for and people are like, hey, we've got an offer for you, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom there's a little link to unsubscribe. Cause you, you're on an, a list. And oh, that just gets me that gets me hot as can be. It's like well, I'm not gonna unsubscribe from something I never subscribed to. So I always just do a reply and I, I have stages of escalation. The first one is I just go piss off. And that usually works. And if that doesn't work, I take out piss and I put a different four letter word in there. And then I'll follow it up with some really mean, like, bad, derogatory terms. And uh, it usually works pretty well. I don't even have to click the unsubscribe button. They take me off the list all by themselves. <laughs> I get, like, two a week probably. And it's always like, we're from this network. We can help you reach new audiences. And it's like, no, go away. I don't well, care about new uh, audiences.
0: unsubscribe button on a scam email is the head of the Hydra.
1: Click yes, exactly. it and
0: take you off one and put you on two more.
1: Yeah, that's that's why. Now, I if it's a true. legit
0: site that has you on a list, and you say I'm subscribed, they take you out. No big deal. Yeah, but yeah. you know, if it's a scam email, you're just screwed in, in either way. Yep. And I get a Agreed. bunch, but yeah, you know, for scam yeah. emails, there's little or nothing you can do about it. Just no, I agree. Um, block them and move on.
1: And if it's, if I know it's a scam, I don't reply to them at all. Because I think even that could potentially be, I don't know how, but I'm always like, Ish. I don't even want to acknowledge that I received it. I don't want them to know that I've even received it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I get them from these multi-channel networks and all these stupid things from all over the place. And like, well, Brooke, promote this here. We'll promote you here. And then, no, go away. You go away. Here, start talking to money. Show me dollar bills and then you'll have my interest. If you're just going to tell me about potential views, I don't care.
0: and i one of my uh relatives (coughs) they said uh well how do you know if it's a scam you look at the two line and if it has every variation possible of your first name or your name and then every single email provider that's ever existed yeah it's a scam
1: (laughs) yeah and you got to check who it's from right like Get an email from a big company like so. There's this huge chain called Shoppers Drug Mart here, nationwide chain. Every town has a Shoppers, and you get these things from them, and then you just put the from, and it'll be like Shoppers, whatever. And you go to it, and it's like info session at blah blah some weird company dot something something. Oh, okay, this is not legit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like. Or if you even get something from Apple, and I'm like, it better say from, you know, support at apple.com. And you check that from, oh, okay, cool. Good. You know, so, so crazy. I feel bad for people that aren't necessarily savvy to that and they they get taken advantage of. But whatever. Um,. So we, uh, we bought a freezer because we're trying to get ready for these supply chain shortages. If they happen, I don't know if they will happen or not. Do you know what they say? Like with this whole cross-border trucking thing is that 90% of the trucking force in Canada has been fully vaccinated. So you think about that, like, what do you, you know, 90%, you'd say if there's a 10% reduction in the, uh, shipping capacity within a country that, that would be felt a bit right. But I don't think that would be like the the worst thing that's ever happened. You know, people are starting to show pictures on on social media about empty shelves, and I'm not convinced that they're real. I think they might have been, may have been from the start of the pandemic. Because I got pictures like that. Like I remember when this whole woohoo started and everybody was panic buying, but people were like taking pictures like, Oh, hope this doesn't come to our town. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not sure.
0: Well, if it was not in your town, how'd you get the picture?
1: Uh, yeah, well, people will be like, this is yeah, up you know north, I mean. like northern Alberta. Um, like, I sure hope it doesn't come here. That's yeah, Even on social media, you don't know what to believe.
0: Product-specific. Yeah. Uh, empty shelves. We have, um, or a category of product. you know. And it goes to those shipping uh, supply chain issues that, um, I don't know if it's a dry good that comes out of China. No, we don't have it right now. Mm-hmm if it's, uh, uh, you know, whatever. And I was just recently listening to a podcast where the entire last half of it was one of the most intelligent farmers I've ever heard uh, talking about, you know, farming mm-hmm. and how it affects everything in your life, whether you farm or not. And all the things that go into farming. And he was talking about, you know, here's what he sees. You know, you'll go to the store and you want a can of sweet corn, but all they're going to have is cream corn. Or the other way around. Mm -hmm. Um, You might want this, but all they got is that. But they're not going to have nothing in the category. Yeah. You know, unless it's one of those things like um, uh, the ethnic food aisle, the whole, oriental thing was empty Hmm. uh uh, what else was it oh our snacks and chips stuff is getting uh hard to come by depending yeah and then oh oh yeah i wanted to say this last week but i forgot it was a perfect time to get it in there one of our one of danette's crazy friends it's like, oh, this all, this is fake. And they have a picture of the Valentine's Day aisle at the grocery store. Mm. Well, if we're having all these problems, how can we have Valentine's Day candy already? Um, Stupid. All our candy is made in America, Mexico, or Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Yeah.
0: And all of the, like, red heart box candy is made here
1: mm.
0: or Mexico. Yeah. Um, most of the Cadbury type stuff is Canadian. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. You know. Huh. Just saying, you know. Yeah. That's why we got that, you know. Um, <clears throat> uh, another person I know got a toddler and they're having problems where they live getting any kind of diaper and they've had oh, to wow. go back to uh, old-fashioned cloth diapers and then they saw the light.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, but when you say toddler in a diaper, that has me concerned. <laughs> oh, no, I, I <laughs> you know, gross.
0: I think anything from birth to walking is a toddler, because that's what they do. They toddle.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, gotcha. it's an infant. Yeah.
0: And they're in diapers. And, yeah. Because told, I've, I've told everybody, cloth diapers is a mess. It can be, but it doesn't have to be, but... They're so much better.
1: Oh, yeah. We use cloth diapers. And people think you're nuts, and it's like, mm, no, 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 it's better for the kids. It's better for the environment. Uh, we didn't do it for the environment because <laughs> I'm not a, a tree hugger, but uh, there's a lot of, for the kids especially, it is so much better for them. We, we did it because, <clears throat> I forget which one of our kids, but they always constantly had a rash, a diaper rash. And, you know, we tried everything, you know, you all the things the penitent every type of baby bum cream you could imagine and it wasn't like we were just leaving them you know just they could put on a diaper they wouldn't even go in it and take it off an hour later and they got rash it's so uh finally steph was looking into it and one recommendation was just tri-cloth diapers so he bought a couple of them and never got a rash up oh, I guess that's what it is so that's what we switched to for all of our kids and uh, you get a system in place I forget what our system was exactly But I'll tell you, I was against cloth diapers at first (laughs) because when you think about it, it's like, oh, this is going to be so disgusting. But it's actually not bad. It wasn't really.
0: It's no worse than what you had to deal with anyway. And And, I think it makes you, a cloth diaper makes you pay more attention to your child.
1: Yeah, it does for sure.
0: Because they leak through the legs. They don't have that elastic thing that hurts your kid, you know, that leaves those crinkle marks all over because it's squeezing on your kid's leg. Yeah. And they don't hold everything in. So, you know, when your kid's gone, as soon as they've gone, you check on them more often. So you you don't want it all over your couch. You know.
1: Yeah. They're they're different now, though. Better. Yeah. But now it's like, so I would say in the last 10 years, or I don't know, maybe five, 10 years before we were into them, they made huge improvements in cloth diapers. And to the point where they have like a little liner so that if the, the kid craps himself, it's, it's basically like, some, like mildly reinforced toilet paper, but you just pull it up and you're literally not scraping, you know, and, and like we had a lot of bamboo diapers cause it was uh, better better them and like super absorbent. Like that's what I was worried about, but it, I don't think cloth diapers now, when you buy the modern ones, you don't worry about your kid pissing on your couch or Or stuff like that and then they've got like the outer wraps that you can put on um like they're phenomenal like they're they're no uh more gross or no than regular ones some people like oh that's disgusting you're gonna have crap that's not the case at all not anymore they've made so many changes and they're expensive like I think a diaper was like 30 bucks for a good bamboo one but I don't know it, it was actually very fascinating it was just something I was against, and Steph did a lot of research. She said, no, we're going to try it out, and then once I learned to it, I'm like, oh, okay, this actually isn't nearly as bad as I thought, and I actually ended up liking it more. because You don't have stinky diapers all over your house and stuff. It's just, no, no, it's just good. It's good. Better for the kids, a lot healthier for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, parents read that thing on the side of the diaper for, like, 7 to 12 pounds, and they think that's how much crap they can let build in before they have to change it. Like, my sister's kids, man? Their diapers were always hanging at their knees, and I'm like, they literally need a new diaper. Oh, they're fine. It's like, you're gross, (laughs) just disgusting. Why don't you bugs me? Why don't you poop your pant and (laughs) just
0: sit in it for four hours? Yeah,
1: yeah. I could smell your kid as soon as I came in this house. Change that diaper, it's gross. Oh, I had something I want to ask you. Just a little, uh, we got to keep up on the story. Have you done any more looking into the gun? That, was that the Maverick? Is that what it's called? Hellion. The Hellion, yes. Have you done anything else with that?
0: No. Um, no. I, I mean, I've researched it. I've looked into it, but it wasn't on the market widespread when we first talked. It is getting there now. Yeah, not here locally. So,
1: yeah, these things take a while just to be able to get them. Hey,
0: oh yeah, I can go, I can go around to two or three gun shops and I can find a fifty cal, but I can't find that. So, Uh
1: yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's funny.
0: And while I love to have a fifty cal, you know, throwing ten grand out for something I'll shoot once, uh, you know, not going to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so we have a new neighbors that moved in beside us. And I am really excited. So <clears throat> the guy that's beside us to the north, he's the guy who built our house and during that process, uh you could say our relationship went south and uh, I'll take full responsibility for it because I just didn't let him take advantage of me. Um throughout the course of the project, he'd submitted over $60,000 in change orders that weren't Change orders, they're just the original contract. Like he literally just tried, every time I turned around, he tried to screw me for something to the point where he'd say, oh yeah, I brought in this much dirt, here's a bill for like, you know, there's an extra $40,000 in, in dirt work. And I said, I need to see the bill from Grace, the company that did the work. Oh no, 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 that's how much it is. I said, listen, I'm not paying this. Like I understand you have a right, and we had agreed that he can add 10% on for stuff that he just arranges, right? So if he's doing none of the work, uh, he should make some money as a general contractor and 10% is reasonable. We both agreed to it at the beginning of the project. I said, there's nothing to hide here. You know, like we agreed to the terms, we have a legal document saying the terms, we both signed it. And so anyways, I get, he finally shows me the bill. And the reason I wanted to ask is because they came and did some work at my place. And then they went over to his place and and did some work. And so he's giving me the bill for both places and adding 10% to it. I'm like, I'm not paying this dude. I owe you about $13,000 for what they did here and they did more work at your house is you're just trying to screw me over anyways he thought he could take me he couldn't and long story short he hates my guts also he wasn't going to build it in the time frame. he said he was going to take an extra eight months and so I told him I said that's fine I said according to our contract as soon as this date that we've agreed upon you've had like a year to build the house Once this date comes, I am going to hire Cruz and I'm going to take it out of your holdback. So that's how it's going to work. You can do that. Well, look at our document we signed. You should probably learn how to read before you get into legal uh, agreements with people. But anyways, we weren't friends. He ended up moving, I think, because he didn't like living beside me (laughs) because of whatever.
0: I'm not saying that's your fault.
1: No, I didn't. And you know what? Here's the thing. I'm a good guy. I will be nice to you, but if you try to cross me. I'm probably worse than you could have ever imagined. I would be like, I have a very dark side and I really nurture it and I will go after people and I will destroy people. And I get my kicks off doing it nice guy until you cross me. And then you might be better off meeting. I don't know a politician than me because I am just ruthless. Um, anytime that, that they needed money uh, for, from airports that weren't paying if they couldn't get it after six months, a year, then they'd send me in, and I got it. I'd always get it within a week. Just, no, I'll get your money. Just trust me. Um, but anyways, so how, there's some te- – how, how,
0: how, how much of a problem has it been to get money? You know, how much is it going to cost you to get your money back? I'll do it for, you
1: know, 15%. No, I just did it for fun. Oh, no, I'd do it for 15%. <laughs> Come on. Well, I worked for the company, so I mean <laughs> – What bonus. No, 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 no. It's not like that. Um, yeah, and it was funny that the best one I ever did was, uh, what was this name? Of the names Eagle, Colorado, that airport there, a <laughs> bunch of shysters. And, uh, we put in the entire conveyor system. <clears throat> I don't know if I told this story in this podcast or not, but a year had gone by and they didn't, they hadn't paid. And, uh, we were do we had a maintenance contract with them too. So like every, I don't know, it's every three months or six months, we'd just go and, you know, do the temperatures and the gearboxes and motors, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so I had a card, right? I could get Airside. And uh, my dad couldn't get the money. I said, can I go get the money? He's like, I'll get it for you. He said, what are you gonna do? I said, I'm not gonna tell you. I said, just get me, book me a flight to Denver. Flying to Denver, rent a car, drive to Eagle. It's about an hour, hour and a half away. And this is the airport that services Vail and Aspen. So you know, the commoners, if you're like on a family vacation, trying to do it cheap, you fly to Denver, then you drive up. But if you're you know, a little bit more well-to-do, and maybe more famous, you fly into Eagle because it's, it's right there and it's, it's more expensive anyways, CC, uh, ski season was getting, starting in about a month. So I flew in there, drove up there and we used Allen Bradley PLCs to run all this stuff. And there's a little thing called an EPROM, which is just like a little, basically almost like a little memory chip that has the software, uh, or the, the program. So that when you press the start button, you know, the doors open up, activates all the photo eyes, all the limit switches, you know, it's it basically lets the thing run with full safety measures in place. So I go up there, get the back, swipe my card, go airside, open up every panel, pull out the e-proms. I labeled them. I just put which carousel they're from because they're particular. And then I left and then, I, you know, hanging out at my hotel and I get a call from the airport. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Like. Hey, we got a problem where conveyors aren't running. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I know that. That's I was just in there. They're like, oh, you're in town? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in town. Oh, great. Can you come take a look at it? I said, Well, no, no, I can't. Why not? He says, Well, we haven't been paid for the job yet. And so, what are you talking about? I said, You owe us like one point six million dollars. So, what do you mean? I said, Well, I went and I took all the programs out of there. Those aren't yours. You have not paid for that equipment. We own the equipment and we're just not gonna let you use it anymore. You can't do that. Oh, I just did. Because that's illegal. I said, It's not illegal. Not by any check. I have not broken a single law. <laughs> Anyways, I said, you better get a certified check ready here for real quick. And the next day we had a certified check for 1.6 million bucks that I left with. And I handed her to the bag of things and I said, I labeled them for you. You can put them back and we left. <laughs> so fun. You feel like, a like, a I don't know. Somebody in the movie, right? Like a Jason Bourne negotiating with a dirty government or something like that. But it's like, hey, what you gonna now, do? And they had as, they had the money. <clears throat> they just wanted the interest from it, you know.
0: As bad as you think you are.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I know it's pretty tame.
0: Oh no! <laughs> as bad as you think you are, here's Todd in that same scenario. I have the check in one hand for one point six million. Put it in my pocket, and I have the programs in this hand. <clears throat> You're like, okay, now I can put these back, but it'll cost you a service call.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah now's when I now's when I make my my personal tip money (laughs) yeah uh but so anyway so we got a new anyways my neighbor moved out of house rented to some young kids and they were fine like they were probably like 25 or something like that big into Hunters into hunting uh goose hunting like I guarantee they come back with a pickup truck completely full of snow geese like chalked I think you have a daily limb of like 90 or something here and there'd be four of them go They literally have like 400 birds every day. Unbelievable how many birds they killed. But, um, so anyways, Kyle finally sold his place. <clears throat> New neighbors bought it. And, uh, man, cool people. They're, uh, so he's from, well, Ukraine, what turned into Ukraine, formerly USSR, so he's Russian and a uh, super nice guy. And, uh, he's a trucker, like a commercial trucker, does trips down to New York and back, um, But yeah, he's a cool dude. So we went and when they were moving in, you know, Steph went, we walked over there, brought him a bottle of wine and stuff. And then he just got back from New York and he, he he bought me some duty free beer, some Coors Light. (laughs) I'm like, It's like seven bucks for six beers. I'm like, sweet. But, uh, no, so I like, I hang out with them probably like two hours yesterday, just sitting outside. It was kind of nice, just above freezing and just sitting there drinking beer, hanging out. So he's a cool dude. Uh, really likes guns. Like back home, he has a lot of guns and stuff like that. But it's kind of nice. Like, you, you never know who's going to move in, right? And it's funny because they have a Tesla. And so, w- whenever I see a Tesla, I, I make a judgment and I say, oh, great, it's some little granola crunch and hipsters. And I'm like, we're literally going to have like a bunch of Woca Cola people living beside us because they drive a Tesla. And it's just, he just has a Tesla. He wants a Tesla. He's got a Dodge diesel truck, but he's cool. He's, I like him. Sergey is his name. Yeah, but I'm pretty know, excited about that. Ukraine <clears> might
0: be. Russian again one day soon.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. It's interesting hearing his take on this stuff. Like you know, because he's got friends, and one of his friends is a head of the police of the police for whatever he said the position for Ukraine, and he's talking like, yeah, we we beat Russia. He goes, "What would you say, man? You, listen, what you say? Are you stupid?" He goes, "You beat Russia? What you say, man?" you're stupid monkey <laughs> it's so funny the expressions he uses he goes you don't know Ed. you don't know what you're talking about man you think you could beat Russia you're stupid <laughs> yeah he's a cool dude <clears throat> it's nice and and he's got two boys which roughly the same age as our boys and um I don't know if she works or not but I think he makes some pretty he owns his own truck like he has his own big Volvo Freightliner he has his own trailer so he's kind of set it up it's not like he's just a truck driver for Somebody else, when you're independent as a trucker, you can, you can make some decent money, but I'm excited about that. Nice to have somebody who's, and just practical people, right? Like, like, I mean, I've lived in Russia. I've known Russian people. They're very practical people, you know, and, and with all this stuff with. I don't know he's he's cool. He thinks a lot like I do. Like the reason he, <laughs> I guess I can't say too much on air. But the reason he left Canada or Calgary is like, yeah, I I get it, <laughs> you know. But fun stuff. You know what? I got a hankering to buy Todd a gun. Oh no, 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 no. Um. Although yeah, I always have a hankering. Actually, there's no gun speaking to me right now. Probably a tactical lever gun is what I would get. But I want to get a new welder, like a MIG. Yeah. I don't know why. I got this hankering to do a bunch of welding projects for no reason whatsoever. And I'm just like, I just want to get a new welder and weld stuff. (laughs) You You know the Lincoln MP210? Yeah. That looks like a sweet machine, doesn't it? It does. You know, I got this old welder. It's... It was it basically was an Ackland's brand. You guys have Acklands in the states, right?
0: I know what it is. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, essentially, it's like a Millermatic 180 rebranded for Acklands, and it, it's great except it's old. It's tired. I don't know how. I mean, if it gets cold, like I got a bunch of welding to do out in the shipping container, I'm gonna put a bunch of shelves up high. But if it's like 10 degrees or cooler, it doesn't start. Like you fire it up, and the motor just goes. <whistles> I just squeal so I don't know. It's something like you got to be careful with it, right? Got to kind of massage it and treat it just right and everything. And then if you're real good to it, you can actually get some decent welds. And if not, or if it's having a bad day, man, it just doesn't feed consistently. It's bit, 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 and it's like kind of just I feel like I'm done. And I didn't I didn't pay anything for this welder. I've had it for like maybe 10 years and I got it for free, <laughs> so it uh, doesn't owe me anything. But I'm like ah. I Got a hankering to buy a new welder. <clears throat> I was looking at prices, and that you can get them from Canadian Tire. You can order them. Uh, Canadian tires—they're thirty-five hundred bucks Canadian. At Home Depot, it's the same deal. You could order it into the store, and it's twenty-five hundred bucks. Isn't that ridiculous? Thousand dollar wow. difference. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's either buying power or greed. One of the two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, it could well. be buying. Yeah, who knows? Um, I almost had a deal with Lincoln Electric with my Simple Little Life YouTube channel. Um, I emailed them. And they're like, "Yeah, absolutely, we're really interested in working with you." <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and I followed up. It's like, "Hey, just curious." Like a, a month and a half later, it's like, "Just curious if you guys have thought about this anymore?" Nothing, nothing. So I'm like, "Piss off." Yep. So I bought my TIG and uh, i just make sure that uh, lincoln will never appear in my videos people are like what kind of welder is that it's like it's a welder kind of welder (laughs) sorry dude i'm not going to advertise for them they said they were going to work with me and then they just ignored me so that's fine that's cool but yeah i kind of wonder like that's you know i wonder how how accurate their settings are because apparently they'll be like you can kind of enter in, like, the, the touchscreen will ask you, what are you welding? Okay, mild steel, how thick this, how thick is your wire this, and it'll set everything automatically. And then you can override it, and, you know, tune it a little bit here and there. But I would imagine that it's probably pretty stellar, you know, probably pretty stinking close.
0: With, uh, I, I could be wrong, but a technical representative from, both companies, red and blue, were talking uh, last, in 2020, at a, uh, one of the big welding schools down in Georgia. Oh, yeah. The welding yeah. school is in Georgia, but it's one of the bigger ones in the United States.
1: I know which one you're talking about. I was looking And at they were right.
0: having a conversation for the school, and it was a video. The red company does, you know, what they, what the engineers think it should be. And then all of their field representatives, actual welders tell you what, nope, this needs to be tweaked a little here, a little there. So real welders are allegedly coming up with those settings, right? Mm. Yeah. The blue company, it's all engineer, Mm. but whatever. Interesting, but you know they both companies have a long history of ups and downs. So,
1: because mm. you know, Miller I, I think, used
0: to be the um, job site king, yeah, you know industrial welding, building buildings, Miller Matic was the way to go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then I don't know what they did for a time period, but they kind of sucked. Their inverter welders were just rebranded chinesium allegedly allegedly hmm. and now they're supposedly getting better so i don't know what you know i don't know much about miller cuz i yeah. when i was welding back in the day it was all lincoln
1: hmm. yeah i think i think my dad's shop like when i left when i quit working there it was all miller that we had but they're the like the bigger ones um you know not job site ones but um, I, th- I think, I don't know. <clears throat> I think it's kind of like, for the most part, Chevy, Ford, Dodge. <laughs> you know, certain people just have better luck with them. And uh, I-, I don't know that I can say one beats another one out or it's like, oh, don't ever buy this brand. But I just, I don't know. Yeah, I,
0: it doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah.
1: You know, when I
0: wanted to... Wire feed welder, I went and got a Fronius, so.
1: Yeah. And those are supposed to be good, too, right? Very.
0: But, you yeah. know, it's a European brand, but they're supposed to be very, 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 very good. And Yeah. Um, I can't, <clears throat> the name of it is escaping me right now, but that yellow brand that all of the pros are, it's all the rage.
1: Yeah. Uh, Esab. Yeah. Or, yeah, is that how they say it?
0: And I'm like, I, I used one. Didn't like it, huh? But I only used it once, so whatever. Yeah. Now, I will say this about their wire: it's some of the best you can buy.
1: Who's that? Esau Yeah. Yeah, because they do supplies. Yep. Yeah. It I've looks, never had luck.
0: With, <clears throat> um, it's just me. People don't don't be hating. I'm not saying it's bad. I've never had luck with like Lincoln wire ever. How dare you? Or Lincoln rods or any kind of Lincoln um, electrode. Never had any Mm. problem. No no luck with it whatsoever. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I hate Hobart welders. Hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them.
1: (laughs) The Hobart handler. (laughs) But
0: if you um, want to, if you're an arc welder and you need a good rod, Hobart.
1: Mm. You know yeah. they're very
0: consistent throughout the years, not the best, mm. not the worst, but they're very consistent.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I learned to MIG with a Flexcore Hobart handler, and I've done so many airport jobs with that. It's uh, it's ridiculous. I hate Flexcore, man. That's all we ever used on the job site because it was easier to throw it in the truck and drive around to different jobs. Ugh, gets so yeah, my, old after a while. My
0: Flexcore welder is a Lincoln, and I. I don't like flux core either, but I do like dual shield. So there's that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now if yeah, I'm doing need- some structural welding where I need penetration and a good finish, I'm going to go flux um, dual shield.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Never did learn how to do uh, the dual shield spray arc welding, but mm. that's a specialized wire. And machines.
1: Huh. I've never heard of it.
0: It atomizes or makes plasma out of the wire. Okay. As it's coming out and shoots it into a spray instead of a arc spray like normal MIG wire does. Yeah. Um, it, again, it's specialized. Uh, I've seen it done. You know, I tried to learn it. I'm like, Meh, I'll never have a, use for this where i can't use something else yeah you know, that i know how to do mm-hmm. and there's so many kinds of welding that are interesting but why because i don't need to know underwater welding do i need to know how to do that no yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah welding is a fascinating field you know because when you think about it like of all the trades so if you're a carpenter that could mean a number of things you could do mostly framing. You could do finished carpentry. You could do this. A millwright. You could work on conveyors. You could work on engines. You could work on pumps, compressors. And I always think, oh, if you're a welder, all you're going to do is weld steel together. But even within itself, like if you're a welder, that doesn't mean much. I, I If somebody says, hey, I'm a welder, I don't know what you do for a living. Like logistically, like what is your day like? I have no idea. Maybe you work in a small radiator repair shop, you know, and it's all clean work. Or maybe you're a pipeline welder or, like you see, there's so many different ways of welding and, and, and they, they specialize quite a bit. You know, there's, there's not many welders, I don't think, that are like <clears throat> general fabricators, you know? Fab shops aren't, aren't super popular, um, but it's like, oh, pipeline welder, and those guys are totally different, right? Yeah. Uh, good money, boring work is what I, what I gather when I see what they do, but it's kind of interesting. I always assume welding is just one thing—you're joining two pieces of steel—but it's like, man, it's actually very nuanced, just like every other trade.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's
1: cool. <clears throat> TIG—I'm still—I'm getting pretty good at my TIG, and I, I like TIG. But um, I mean, I'm with my machine stuff, and generally, you're you're limited to smaller projects. Like, you're not gonna weld. Like, I kind of want to build a custom bumper for my truck, uh, and <laughs> like a big pusher. <laughs> but um. Uh, definitely not something that I'd be whipping out my TIG with. I, it could do it, but man, there's a lot faster ways to weld than that. But um, yes, yeah, being you can able can to rub weld two aluminum pieces is of nice. steel
0: together until they self weld faster than some TIG. But yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a strong <clears throat> process. It's a good process. It's slow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I have somebody working for me by the hour, they're not TIG welding.
1: Yeah, unless it has to be right, like thin, thin, thin materials. That's the beauty is like, well, and, and maybe if I had a better MIG welder, but with my MIG, I can turn it down as low as it can go, and it, man, it still creates hot spots. You know, if you've got a butt joint and like thin sheet metal, but with a TIG, man, I can just tack it without any filler, just bzz, 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 go in there nice and put some filler in, no distortion. The heat is way more con- contained, and oh, man, I like it. For finesse work, it's just phenomenal. Um, But anything like, I'd say anything like eighth of an inch and up. It's kind of like, well, let's start looking at a big now because <laughs> we don't need to be this precise, but, and then aluminum. I'm sure glad I can weld aluminum because I can make stuff and that's yeah, fun. Yeah. So what I'm kind of eyeing up is one of those. I'd have to get a new, new oxygen bottle or a new argon bottle, or whatever. I don't know, what do they use for MIG? You know, weird, is I use carbon, what's the stuff you use for soda, uh, for your pop? CO2. CO2. It's argon CO2 mix. Oh, okay. So I use straight CO2, and I don't know why. That's just a bottle that was on there, and I think in Strathmore you can get it. And uh, people say, oh, why do you get, what what are you using CO2 for? It's like for welding. (laughs) Sometimes they're like, that's weird. I'm like, I don't know. The guy that had the welder before me, that's what he did, so that's what I'm doing, but. Yeah, I'd like to get a decent, it's, it's my welder <clears throat> when it works, it's great. And, uh, you know, 180 I mean, that's that's fine. You can weld quarter inch, three eight stuff, no problem, but it's not something that I'm never like, oh, I'm going to weld this. Let me just turn it on and and start welding. It's not like that always. I always have to mess with a scrap piece because it's, it's just worn out. It's bad. That's all I can say about the machine. It's completely worn out. So I think it's time, time for a new one. <sighs> but Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about, except that we got a, so our house that we live in now, it's not entirely finished yet. <clears throat> like we still have to tile the backsplash in the kitchen. Uh, I've been doing like crown mold, not crown molding, but you know, the molding on the top of your cabinets. I've been putting that stuff in and just doing little stuff. And then we got some, like there's a bathroom in the basement we want to finish and <clears throat> So those town stuff's like, I want to do oh, I just feel like welding stuff. I just want to have a big welding project. And <laughs> she goes, How about a big tile project? <laughs> I'm like, Oh shoot, you're right. <laughs> I should probably get some of that stuff done too. But fun, fun. <sighs> All right. Well,
0: sounds like a good place to stop.
1: Yeah. Sure. You betcha. Um,
0: yeah, cool. From Freedom Convoy to Tiling. There we go. Might be our weirdest transition to date.
1: Yeah. But I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Right on. Well, thanks a lot, Todd. It was great chatting with you again.
0: I just imagine if somebody had to listen to every episode in a row, they just how neurotic they would be at the end. Well, what was it about? <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. That's right, eh? Like, <laughs> it would be a damaged person at the end of that. <laughs> oh, we wrecked somebody. <laughs> yeah. For and sure. on
0: that note, I do encourage <clears throat> binge listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is our social experiment. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right on. Share with Thank your you eyeballs. Every- <laughs> that's, that's right. Right on. Well, I will catch you all next week. And uh, till then, take care.
0: Y'all be good.